Hi guys, welcome to Threads Podcast, episode 132. My name is Jason. I'm one of the hosts, and Ben, thank you for joining us tonight or tomorrow whenever you're listening to this. Kind of got a personal format episode tonight, but before we do that, Ben's going to do a super, 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 super short intro into Threads in tonight's direction. Hopefully, it's shorter than the super supers. Mental health, faith, and uncomfortable conversations are the things we talk about on the Threads Podcast. Jason? Back to you, you, Jason. Back to you. (laughs) We're going to try to limit these a little bit, get these things going, get right into the episode. You may or may not hear some housekeeping stuff in the middle of the episode. So you (laughs) bastards that have been fast forwarding. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it (laughs) one way or another, as long as we remember to put it in there. Right. That's going to be the key right there. Right there. Now that our super quick intro to Threads is done, let's just jump right into the icebreaker. Let's do it. What are we doing tonight for icebreaker? The icebreaker tonight is we have this resource we use called Pod Decks. It is a deck of cards with questions on them, essentially. And the whole point is to help podcasters have discussion material to chit chat about. So before we get too deep into the weeds of our weeks and how things are going, we're just going to have a little bit of fun. Talk about some random shit and see what happens. Yeah, Ben and I haven't actually recorded together in quite some time, so it's nice to do that, and so this should be fun. I will go first. So am I asking you, or do I have to answer? I don't care. Well, you got to pick a line. Ask me. Okay. Benjamin, what are you struggling with this week? (laughs) I thought this was supposed to be light. (laughs) I am struggling with energy levels. You didn't. It didn't turn around today for you, did it? Not, not, not like as I would as want you, it okay. to. And I even I had coffee. I had a Coke Zero, and just feel. I don't know. Maybe it's the weather. Honestly, um, it has a big impact on on my well being usually. So, I'm struggling to just get momentum built this week. I hit my snooze. No, I woke up before my alarm. And instead of getting out of bed and starting my day, I just rolled back over and went back to sleep and ended up sleeping until, you know, eight o'clock. Do you think maybe that was your downfall and you should have got up at six when you woke up? Yeah, like because I had the that let's get out of bed, that oomph, but I ignored it. When is it good to get up and do that? Because like I'll wake up at three thirty to pee. I'm pretty sure my body's like, yeah, no, go back to bed. Now, if I woke up at six, I'd be like. Especially on a work day. Yeah. Although I set my, I mean, I'm usually up by 530 anyways, but yeah, you probably should have got up at six. Yeah. That probably would have helped. So okay. I'm just struggling with energy levels. Well, it's only Monday. So it's true. yeah, we're recording on an off night. So yeah. All right. What do you got for me? Name one thing that you quit and tell why. <sighs> Marriage. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, gosh. Um, One thing I quit was beekeeping. Um, Mm. I mean, I have a lot of hobbies that I've started and quitted. Quitted? Quit. Quit. English 101. Private school, y'all. Yeah, I'll say beekeeping. It was really cool. And I think it's super important for people to do that. And obviously, you know, everyone saved the bees, whatever. And I do still have that attitude. But I just kind of lost passion about it. It's it's. It's not a ton of work, but there was so much that had to go into it uh, as far as like what to do and stuff like that. Now, there's a lot of beekeepers that they just get the bees and they just let them do whatever they want to do. Right. They let them 
make babies. They let them, if they fly away, they fly away. They don't do anything with, you know, anything like that. But I, you know me, I can't be hands off. Uh, so I have to be more like involved with that. And I just felt it was just too complicated in quotes yeah. uh, for me to worry about. And I was spending a lot of money, me and my partner, you know, we would buy the bees, which were like $110 a package. How many came in a package? 10 to 15,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So then that hive would die or the queen would be, you know, whatever didn't work out or she died or they would r- f- fly away. Uh, they would get too big. If you didn't catch them when they got too big, they would go. Basically, what they do is um, in this type of weather, you will see posts, I guarantee, on Facebook of like, I got this beehive. There's this a big clump of bees hanging from the tree. and They're just all chill sitting there. <laughs> uh, I cannot figure, remember the word for it, what it's called. It's going to drive me nuts. It'll pop in like an hour from now. <laughs> but basically, they've run out of room and they're going to find a bigger place. Interesting. Yeah. And that's they're very docile then. You can take when it's like uh, in the morning or at night, you can take that branch and just shake them into a box. Hmm. Just shake it, keep shaking. They will not sting you. Weird. They're pr- they're protecting the queen and uh, not protecting her, but they're they're all like I don't know what the word for it is. It's, it's oh, it's a swarm. That's what it, uh, when, the, when the bees swarm, they're yeah. swarming to find a bigger location. But anyways, huh. you can see how complicated it gets. No right? kidding. So that's kind of what I quit. I still have the equipment in the barn, um, but yeah. I would be so pissed if they just left, especially when you spend money. See, that's yeah. the key is to get a swarm. Put your feelers out on Facebook and say, hey, if you ever get a beehive, let me know. Obviously, send a picture. I had a lot of people send me pictures. I'm like, those are asshole bees. I am not coming out to do anything <laughs> for them. <laughs> if you want them killed, call Weed and Feed. <laughs> right. But no, that's how a lot of people do it. They just collect swarms. So then it's free. Hmm. So then so you're not. And then again, you're getting these bees from either Georgia or California they come here. I would take the queen that it came with, buy a northern queen from the UP. Hmm. I would take the Georgia queen, squish her head, and put <laughs> the UP one in there. Because again, the genetics from Georgia or California aren't made for this kind of weather. Right. So that's, I mean, it's so, com- it's like Game of Thrones shit. You seem very passionate about it still. I do. I, I actually loved talking about it. So and why'd you quit? I, I mean, that's, it's just kind of, I just lost. Like I'm excited about it now. I just lo- I didn't want to deal with the work with it. I don't know. And That's harvesting fair. the honey. I mean, we did all that. It was good. I mean, we had a good time with it, but it ran its course. Hmm. So, and I feel real guilty when I quit stuff. It really, you know, obviously I'm kind of a a go-getter and You're I'm kind all of, in. I'm all in. So when I when I fizzle out on something, I always feel so damn guilty. But hmm. anyways. All right. Ben Name some cool shit you're using lately. Apps, products, or services. Well, we need to get Whoop to sponsor us because we talk about Whoop all the time. I know. I was going to say don't talk about Whoop because everyone's heard about Whoop. I know, right? But there's that. I use that every day. Um, What about some tech with your job? I'm sure you're using some new stuff that you're like, what the hell? Maybe? Yeah. Well, selling at least? For selling, uh, I'm actually helping a buddy of mine. He has a company that does leadership development and he wants to grow the business and get in front of new clients outside of the state of Michigan. So he hired me to start some email campaigns. Okay. And um, I have this tool that you can go to LinkedIn and search for like a title and a location and it will show you all those people, whether it's chief talent officer or 
head of HR, whatever the case may be, it sends you, it takes that list in LinkedIn and then it creates an overlay on the page and you can click the check boxes by each name. And then this tool will scrape the internet to find their this, email address. Hey Ben, it sounds very spammy. Nah. That tool sounds a little spammy. Not if you use it right. Okay, I agree. Using the data appropriately is important, but you're sending them a random email. Yeah, okay. I do it all the time for work. That's true. I mean, it's sales. It's it sales 101. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, people look to see, does this email look like it was just auto-generated with no effort put into it? True. Or is this like a really good copy? Like this podcast could be considered spam. True. I mean, Speaking He's of putting it, stuff out this there. guy that created this is an asshole spammer. <laughs> I have I blocked him like I couldn't even unsubscribe or how is it? People have buttons where they'll say, go to the website. This is where it gets me. Go to the website. Update your preferences. I don't know my freaking login. So then I just go in there and block them <laughs> nice. because like it's like you make it easy for me to unsubscribe. Right. So I I'm pretty sure I unsubscribe to this guy. His name is Travis Brown, by the way. I know his name so much, not because he's a great podcaster. He may be a great podcaster, but, but I he got spams. I got so many emails for them. Like, why do companies do that? I mean, ugh, like me undies, and I look at all those because I, you know, sometimes I buy stuff or Bombas. It's every day. It's I'm okay with that. Maybe once a week, but I don't know. For some reason, this guy rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> Man. Anyways. Hopefully me undies don't rub you the wrong way because that'd be awkward. That was a good joke. That Thank was you. a really good joke. That wasn't even a dad joke. That was a good joke. <laughs> oh, speaking. Okay. I got to write it down. No, I'm going to do it now. Screw it. This is our podcast. We can do what we want. The firm pickle. <laughs> Dude, I laughed like that out loud when I was editing. You just went with it. It was like. What is Ben saying? If you haven't heard the firm pickle, you have to listen to the last episode with, with Mike. I died. I died. It was so awkward. It, that does sound awkward. Like, like, why does it have to be a firm pickle? Well, here's the funny thing about society in 2021. She was not flirting with you. She was making a sex joke and a dick joke, which you can't even do nowadays. Like you were, you were, you were thought it was awkward. Not like you were offended. No, I wasn't but if offended. You would have done that to her. Oh god, or not her, because clearly she's she's down to have a little fun or whatever. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying there aren't creepers out there, but I would I would struggle so hard to work in an environment. In fact, F45, the trainer there, she's a little dirty too. The way she talks, I was a little awkward by it for a while, and then finally I'm like. Okay, I guess I can roll with this because it's fun. Like you're just a, we're all adults here, you know what I mean? But yeah, when she when you said that, I was just like, <laughs> "That's hilarious." Yes, I finished that uh, jar of pickles last week, and that's funny in itself too. Having a jar of pickles to 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 spur conversation, it's very smart. I I didn't do it to spur conversation. I just didn't you? I like pickles. I know. I thought you said in the podcast you brought it in because you wanted people to say there's a guy that has pickles in here. What's up with him? Didn't you say that in the podcast? Uh, Maybe I don't not. think so. Maybe Mike did. Mike, can you help know. me with that? Thank you. Right. Anyways, firm pickles for the win. <laughs> All right, ask me the last one. What are three silly mistakes to avoid in life? Ooh, three. One, do not have your kids early. 
even if you're married, don't have them early. I think it's silly. I think I'm a much better father and was in my 30s than I was in my 20s. So what's early? What would you say? 20 to 30, I think, is early. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm not going to judge you if you do, but I would, my advice, or see, silly, that thing's, I don't know. I'm getting kind of deep with it, but. It's fine. I wouldn't say it's silly to have kids at 20. It can be if they're not ready. Um, what silly? Okay, ask the question again. <laughs> Three silly mistakes to avoid in life. Hmm. See, this is where I struggle on this stuff to think on my feet. I can riff with you and go. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, let's see. I'm all. I'm thinking all relationship stuff like. You don't have to marry the mom if you get the what the woman pregnant. I don't know why. I just go back to relationship stuff. Um, I don't know. I don't have a third one. I'm gonna punt on that. What? Can you answer that? Uh, like, can you give me two? Two? Yeah. Don't sip laundry detergent from the tank in your washing machine, trying to siphon it out. Just pull the damn tray out because. It comes out. Yeah. Good tip. Don't siphon anything <laughs> that can poison your body. Let's stick to water with your. Uh, sorry. Don't siphon anything with your mouth that can poison your body except water. Yes. You know, not uh, laundry detergent or. I thought uh, you were going down the Tide uh, pod. Well, that too. I mean, yeah. don't chew on Tide pods. Interesting. Mm. So hmm. another silly mistake I would say when you get your license, don't be a fool. When you get your driver's license, uh, don't try to be show-offy. I did that, and I destroyed a mailbox in the process. Did you? Yep. Megan, uh, Megan, Avery's friend, uh, older sister, had gotten an accident last week leaving the middle school. I don't know if she was picking up somebody. Hmm. Had her license for two days and totaled her car. Oh, no. I think she pulled out in front of somebody. And it's like, God, that scares the hell out of me. No Young kidding. kids driving like that, like my daughter driving in three years. Yeah. I mean, she's 13. Stefan's starting driver's training yeah. this year. It's terrifying. Yeah. I mean, you see the people out there driving. I mean, terrible. But. So we're going to transition to our personal update. And obviously, you guys have heard this before. If you haven't, uh, sorry about your luck. I got a bunch of stuff in here. Some of it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Do you? Well, let's just uh, let's just go down the list. Go for it. New can new connection form. This literally has nothing with new connection. I didn't know where <laughs> to put it. So people that don't know, we heard early on that Avery got COVID. Well, then Megan got COVID, and then Sully got COVID. Megan is vaccinated and still got it, so you can still get it. You just don't die, so that's great. <laughs> uh, everyone had symptoms, but Sully, I never got tested. I never had symptoms. But it was rough because Megan missed a ton of stuff. She missed her birthday. She missed Avery's dance recital. You know, she had to quarantine. We did the right thing. So that was kind of rough. Um, I took Avery to her dance recital and stuff like that, so that was... It was just a rough month. It was so good when everything opened. It was like the light lifted and we were all out of quarantine. And apparently, which is so weird, if you can still get COVID when you're vaccinated, right? Clearly. You don't have to quarantine when you're vaccinated. Like, I didn't have hmm. to quarantine. Hmm. I went off and did everything I was did normally did. So Interesting. 
Why? Yeah, I don't know. I there mean, are so many I question know. marks with all so of it. So many question marks. And I'm not I'm not ripping on the CDC or anything. I, I just get it. It's so many question marks. They don't know. Yeah. It was just weird. Like, okay, I'm vaccinated. I can still get it. Maybe it's like I'm less likely to give it to somebody if I'm vac. I don't know. Who knows? But anyways, I didn't really have to quarantine. So that was nice. But I wanted to bring up a fight. That wasn't a fight. But I made it a fight. Do you know what I'm talking about? When I wanted to reschedule because no, of has oh. nothing to do with that. Oh, wasn't even mad about that. Oh, because I thought you were because no. you took days to respond. It wasn't day. I was busy, man. I had a weekend. <laughs> I had a date night with my wife. I had pictures Saturday morning. I had lunch with my family Saturday afternoon. I it was a busy weekend for Clearly, me. Clearly, you're coming out of quarantine. Right. We got shit done. <laughs> so you don't know what I'm talking about. Can you give me a hint? How long ago? It was last week when your bike tire broke. And I, we had a conversation privately outside of the chat. So I was trying to encourage you and try to be supportive. and like, man, screw that. You should go get a bike, blah, blah, blah. And every single thing I said, you came back with this negativity. But like, oh, I got to pay off debt. And I was super pissed about that. Why? Because I'm trying to be helpful in everything I said. It's like when you you just you had a a response to it of basically you're stupid. I know that you didn't say that, <laughs> but I'm like think that. here I'm, I'm trying to bond with you. I'm not saying you're you should say you're right. I'm going to spend three thousand dollars a bike. Screw the debt. Like I'm not saying to do that, but like everything I was trying to like encourage you and just like. Trying to just, I know you were pissed about the tire and Mm -hmm. I know you've been pissed in general about the bike shenanigans. So I was like, screw it, Ben, go spend it. Just do it. And then I was like, just go work gig for a month for all the weekends. You'll have enough money. I got to pay debt off. And then I came back and said, well, you're spending money on used bikes and repairs. Why aren't you paying that on debt? You know what I mean? So maybe I created the scenario in my head, but I was super pissed at you. Oh, well, you didn't. You couldn't tell when I said whatever, bro. Apparently, you're having a bad day. I'll talk to you later. You didn't. I didn't read much into it, but I was also in the garage trying to figure out what to do with my bike. Maybe I missed that message. Yeah, I mean, I was just like Ben. Well, if you're if your tire if your car gets a tire that's broke, you don't just go buy a new car. No, I wasn't saying in general from that trigger point. I'm just like this has been a. Um, uh not a drama but a long thing it's been a drama well it's been like a a, i feel like a year thing of this whole bike i started with the recumbent which was just that in itself i should have never bought that bike right knowing what i know now about it yes you're getting smarter each time i am so then i was like okay well i'll make my old bike work i'll get the handlebars raised up great that worked awesome for about oh six eight months and then the back tires started uh the spokes started breaking right and then i'm like well shit now what so then i got the fat tire bike which i think there was a bike in between there. no there wasn't really no okay no i'll I'll air to you because uh you've been (laughs) involved in it i don't have another bike floating around i mean i got stefana bike no no i swear there was another one in between the fat tire and Oh, no. regular one. Nope. I okay. saw. So I 
got the idea to look for a bike that's going to be, well, it was you in the first place. You said, you know what? A lot of fitness equipment is made for people 250 pounds and lighter. Yeah. So it was like, yeah, you're probably right. So I did research and I found this model of a bike and um, was like, sweet, let's give this a whirl. Yeah. And then you got on me for being impulsive. So I feel like you've been Did critical I? of me through the whole bike thing. Well, I mean, how many times, how many tires have you repaired on this bike? Repaired? Like three. It's been gone. No. At least two. Because you you fixed it in the field and then this one went flat. So Tubes that- and tires are different things. Wow. So the first time I popped a tube, Dave patched it and then I rode it a little bit. And realized there was another hole that didn't get patched. Okay. So, yes, it's been Apparently, a lot of Apparently, I don't ride bikes enough to know because I don't know. I mean, maybe my kids don't. I, I don't know. I, I've never heard so much drama around bikes. So, Well, you've, nev- you've also never had a 300 plus pound person trying to regularly ride a bike. Like, it's going to wear things out. Right, right, right. But that being said, going back to the discussion. And again, maybe you didn't realize you were doing that, but I do find sometimes that you do everything I say for suggestion. You come back with something like, like we're in a, a courtroom or something like that. And I don't know. Hmm. I was just kind of bummed about it. Cause I was actually trying to like connect with you and just be like, man, this sucks. Like go spoil, go treat yourself. You know what I mean? Did you watch parks and rec or not? Uh, oh, God. no, Jeez, Ben, how can we be friends? He didn't watch the know. office or parks and rec, well, I don't know. but anyways, that's a big, if you've watched parks and rec, you know, treat yourself. Um, so I don't know. It was just bummed. Obviously it clearly didn't bother you at all or, or whatnot, but uh, I think sometimes your intention to connect doesn't, and maybe, land it's, that it, maybe way. it's not my, I don't know. Maybe it, it it's on the receiving end and not on the sending end, but no, I don't think it lands that way. And you're right. It was text. I didn't. If you would have heard my voice, you probably would have been like, oh, like he's feeling really bad for me. And right. he wants me to go take get a bike and just like treat yourself. Yeah. I I more felt annoyed in the moment. By the questions. Like, seriously, that's not at all what I'm. I'm like, I love this bike. I'm not just going to. Well, why didn't you, why didn't you say it? that then? Instead of like, I don't know. I feel like we were like fighting, but not fighting. I feel like it would have been helpful for you to say. I, you know, I appreciate it. I'm kind of frustrated right now. Like, I'm just, I like this bike. I just want to make it work. I probably would have immediately stopped. Yeah, but, maybe. But it's funny how you thought I was mad about the, the schedule change. Yeah, I literally wasn't. I mean, I was annoyed. I'm like, whatever. It's like, whatever. I had a busy day on Sunday, too. So, like, it was it was kind of fine for me. It I was would, a wild card. It was like, I don't know when this recital right. is going to get done. So let's just plan on not recording. I think what we're finding, again, as we've talked about, is us doing text messages doesn't always work. No, it, it doesn't. Like, we need voice. And no, you Especially did voice. Especially after we haven't seen each other for yes. an extended period And you period did voice in your defense. And mm-hmm. I came back in text. And maybe you thought me just texting back or the delay in between was well you sent me a message you're killing me smalls well again it was a didn't i put a smiley face i don't know <laughs> sorry uh megan enough despite us i saw us. that okay <laughs> she bite us <laughs> thanks megan for biting us coffee <laughs> oh hold on i gotta look because this is pissing me off now i'm all <laughs> frazzled see this is why i put my shit on do not disturb so i don't get 
Um, okay, Ben. Oh, yeah, we talked about your trip to Pleasant Pond or whatever. Oh, my gosh, it was awful. Um, oh, no, okay. There I was no smiley face. No smiley face. face. Okay. And I actually wasn't mad. I'm just like, oh, Ben, you're killing me, Smalls. And like, then you didn't respond again until the next day. Really? That's on me then. So I was like, Shit, but why did I you... must have made him upset. But, but here's where I like Megan and I had these good discussions. And I know this sounds petty what we're talking about, but I think it's helpful for people in relationship. This is where I'd be like, why don't you ask? Like, are you bummed at me? Did you ask? I don't think you said that. I don't think so. I just I said, I'm sorry if I upset you by doing this, blah, blah, blah. Did I not say you didn't? Uh, No, you just said no. Monday probably would be better. <laughs> so. Well, clearly I f- clearly I screwed up on that one. I should have been more. That's what I thought you were talking about because it felt passive aggressive. Like you're intentionally not responding to my message about rescheduling. And maybe I did. Maybe I was annoyed, but not enough to be like, whatever. Like, yeah, it's fine. It's just tough. Like this week is tough for me because I have gigs. So tonight's the night where I prep tonight and tomorrow because it's more than threads because I put the show together. Then right. I had to put it all on XSplit. So there's more involved. So maybe that's why I was a little annoyed. So I actually going to take the fault on that. I should have been uh, more prompt in my communication. That's uh, all right. I know. I know you're not mad at me. I'm just. But that's what I thought you were referencing about okay. the fight. <laughs> well, clearly we need to spend more time together. In I think person, we do. So. It's been months. After that shit show, Ben, you're up next. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. A meaningful interaction is the next thing that um, we do in our personal update. I had one on Sunday, Sunday morning. I was asked to do an announcement for the life groups, which are small groups at my church, and have the leaders come up on stage and tell about their group and this is um, your church? Yeah. This new church that I do the lawn right across. I almost sent you a picture of Venerden Produce. Isn't that yeah, right it across? Is. Yeah. By the way, that lawn's a disaster. I don't even know how they pay us to do it. Anyways, that's <laughs> for another day. But nice. yeah, I almost sent you a picture the other time I was doing it. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's Ben's church. It is. It is an awesome place. I'm More, so glad that you've. You should f- come check it out. Maybe just for a Sunday. <sighs> so. Leading the prayer and announcement was just so much fun. Like, so I obviously have ministry experience and I've told my pastor that, but I don't think she necessarily um, took me seriously. Like maybe she didn't believe me because I come off as this introvert kind of quiet guy. Yeah. So she's probably thinking, I don't, I don't really see Ben being good at that kind of thing. But she asked me to do it because I'm the life group leader. And then she, then the worship pastor actually asked me, well, while you're up there, could you lead us in our prayer time? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to. So Sunday morning comes and my pastor and the worship leader have never heard me speak publicly before and, and probably thought based on my demeanor that it's totally out of my comfort zone. Apparently I nailed it is the feedback that I got from They were probably saying a prayer before you started. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Like, oh boy, new guy Ben is up there. What's going to happen? But no, um, the pastor's husband messaged me while I was giving the announcement. He's just like, 
dude, you are killing it up there. Like, I feel engaged. I feel like this is still part of worship. And I intentionally referenced the the song that we had just sung right before was all about God's strength and power and goodness. And so I just said something like, you know, that song is so true. And God's goodness is too much for us to just keep to ourselves. So you should really join a life group. And just did this amazing transition because it's what I do. And apparently it was really good. Well, that's amazing. So... Yeah, getting more and more plugged in and like the life group leaders are starting to see me as a resource and asking questions and it just feels really good. Do you feel like uh, when you said that you were in ministry, it's like uh, a guy going up to like a college coach in baseball and say, hey, I used to coach (laughs) T-ball. Back in the day, like, you need to put me in, coach. Like, I, I can step up. Like, did you kind of feel like that was like that kind I of scenario? I think so, yeah. I, I don't feel like. They took I, you seriously? I, I think they took me seriously. I just don't think they understood the level of my ability. Right. Like, and public if they speaking never heard, doesn't, it's not a problem for me. Right. And if they never heard you speak before, then I can see maybe their hesitance to yeah. be like, mm. but, but by the way. When you say you led a prayer, does that mean you like prayed in front of everybody or you just started and said, hey, you know, blah, blah, blah. If you want to pray out loud, you can. Nope. You did the whole thing? I led the prayer in front of people. And at our church, it's kind of a, it's a very, like the the people who lead the prayer usually get really into it. Um, They're usually black and they're very gospel. And so it's like, you're at a gospel concert and people are just praying. The pe- the person leading is getting very enthused and excited about their prayer. And I don't know if that was me. I didn't <laughs> try to do that, but I definitely did, you know, try to be emphatic nice. and show emotion. And that's terrifying to me. Yeah. Terrifying. Like even when we do like, uh, what do they call it? Popcorn prayer. Oh yeah. Uh, like when I do production before typically the 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 uh Pastor Terry will start and if anyone has anything to say and there's sometimes I do I'm like there ain't no one in hell I'm <laughs> saying a word like there it is not going to happen. So I give you so many props for that cuz that just sounds terrifying. So at the second service um I kind of messed it up a little bit. I gave the announcement and had the audience not the audience the people <laughs> Congregation, congregation give a round of applause for the life group leaders and then i left the stage with them and pastor christie's like ben pray i was like oh yeah so oh, i clambered back up on the stage well again you guys um people that go to church and I'm, maybe they realize it's a show like there's a production meeting oh, like yeah. it, everything goes down a certain way because you want to you know keep the environment good you don't want to have yeah you you not praying can make somebody go oh what's going on it throws the The worship team off it throws the congregation off yes just there's a flow and there's a flow exactly so you know in quotes order but i mean like if you look at our rundown it's like our run like if you would look at my church's rundown it's like threads rundown. oh yeah it's i mean it's more technical actually i mean we're talking they time everything yep. oh, so yeah. they know how long he went and if they need to adjust something in the future, yada, yada. Yeah, so. I had four minutes okay. to work with. Yeah, so. <laughs> they give you the, 
What do they do in comedy? They give you the light at the in the back or something. And oh yeah, something like that. But <laughs> anyways, so that was just a really, it was really good. Like I felt affirmed. Yeah, in my gifts. I felt connected with my life group leaders as they joined me on the stage, and I was able to say, "Here's the team I assembled. Join their life groups." Um, however, I'm a little bit bummed because my life group has zero signups. Mm. everybody else has them and i think it's really because i'm the new guy people don't know who i am yet yep so i i would be scared of that not scared but i would be like mm, i'm gonna go with the tried and true yep exactly <laughs> so so that's good you're taking a good attitude about it not getting too broken up about it at all so hey guys quick break just want to say if you want to support Jason and Ben at the Threads Podcast. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash Threads Podcast. So what is Buy Me A Coffee? So it's like Patreon, but what you can do with it, you can just buy one-time stuff. Like you can buy Ben a coffee, me a coffee. You can buy us 20 coffees, 2,000 coffees, or you can sign up for a membership, with which comes with some great perks. Uh, we really appreciate the support. Ben and I won't actually buy coffee with it. We'll use it to pay hosting fees, editing stuff, uh, software, memberships, all that stuff. Uh, unless you explicitly tell us to buy coffee with it, we use that for expenses. So we're not here to make any money. We just want to keep Threads podcast going and, uh, you know, making sure that, uh, you know, this podcast keeps going. We just we just love doing it so much. So if you go to buymeacoffee.com, and slash threads podcast or just search threads podcast and buy me a coffee you will find us there also we do have a newsletter that we're going to start sending out if you go to the website uh and search newsletter you'll be able to find that click on that put your email address in there it'll just be a monthly newsletter for all the comings and goings of threads podcast okay back to the show um so yeah uh, a couple other things a meaningful interaction we talked about megan yeah earlier which is uh this is amazing. So pulling back the curtains a little bit, Ben and I have been struggling. We've been struggling with threads, not our relationship, just creativity, feedback, those kind of things. And when we say that, don't feel like you have to reach out to us a pity feedback. We're not asking for a pat on the back. No, we're not. We're 100% not. But what helps us to to continue on and just have that fire in our belly for threads is... Feedback like, man, that was impactful. Um, I'm going to do this. Or one time we had an email, a random email from someone in Jersey that was looking for some help. And that was like for mental health. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. this is what we want to do. We want to help other people. We helped her find a therapist. Exactly. Wild. And, and that's not all why we do it. But our point of doing this is so people can be like, we're trying to create less assholes. Yes. In, in the meantime, I'm becoming less of one while we're doing it. So that being said, we've just been struggling. And I even said today, literally today, Ben on Telegram, I'm like, is as threads come to an end? Is this a point where we're just like we're three years in? At some point it will. Mm -hmm. It'll be a sad day because I love I I'm so I love this. Like, For sure. This is amazing. I 100%. love all of it. But yeah, if if you did, I wanted to throw it out there. I didn't feel like we should quit. But if you did, I would really consider it because I care about you. And if mm -hmm. you're not in it to do it. So that being said, we went back and forth about a couple of things we want to change, blah, blah, blah. And like an hour later, I get a text from Megan 
And um, I'm going to read the text. It doesn't, you know, she said I could, by the way. So it doesn't. Thanks, um, Megan. It doesn't really, you know, do any. Uh, it's no, it's not specific. Now, Megan and I text uh, a little bit, maybe once a month. And she's a partner with us with gig. So there's a business relationship there. So we don't text a ton. So this was, I feel like this was kind of random. So literally like an hour after Ben and I talked, it was like an hour gap. Maybe not even that. She goes, when you, when you preach therapy, I feel like you should make the giant disclaimer about how much work it is. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that one out. Also, the hour a week Brian and I spend in therapy together is my favorite time of the week. So I'm like, wow. I sent Ben a thread <laughs> or a picture. And I was like, okay, God, I get it. Jeez. Right. You know what I mean? And that's saying something for me. And I had goosebumps. I li- And I have them now. Like, those are the kind of things that I struggle with with religion is not seeing those. Mm-hmm. And that was such a like, no, 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 no. You need to keep going on this. Like if it was, I don't know if, it, and again, no offense to Mike or Larry. Again, we <laughs> love you. Love guys. you guys. Love you guys. But Megan's far enough out of the circle right. that it was so like, oh my gosh, God is saying pros. No, no, no. You got more work to do. So, that being said, Megan, uh, when you, I know she's going to listen to this because we had a conversation after if I could. So <laughs> thank you for that. No you don't kidding. realize how impactful that was for, for me and Ben. We're, I just, I was just like, I kind of sat in my work truck and I was just like, wow. Like I was wowed by the impactfulness of her message. And wow, that I, I, I think that was a God moment. I can, I will never forget that moment. Yeah. And it's it it now it's not getting me running to church right now. I'm not saying that. But I've really struggled with Christianity and religion and you all have heard it and Mike's heard it and all that. So when I when that happened I was just like holy cow. Mm-hmm. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. So the timing was pretty incredible. It was. I mean, yes, you can say it's a coincidence, whatever. Literally in that moment I'm going to tell you you're full of shit. It wasn't coincidence because I mean, I guess it could be. I don't know. Here I am doubting myself again. But don't doubt yourself. I know, but Go like, with your gut. I couldn't believe it. I yeah. was just flabbergasted. I'm like, this is like my epiphany moment. And in, in, in such a random way, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about that? I am super encouraged by it. Yeah. Um, I just think it's incredible that, I don't know. A lot of people will talk about God as the universe or that's the universe's way of saying or doing something. And I think people who use universe just aren't comfortable with the fact that there might be a God. That's a tangent for another day. But right. it almost feels like what you put out into the universe does really come it's back. karma. Yeah. Kind of. Well, it's twofold, right? It's it's a God thing. And then it's a threads thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you encourage me to go to therapy i'm doing it it sucks it's hard I mean, it's hard <laughs> and but it's awesome yeah and i'm like yes thank you and again our 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 goal isn't to get people to therapy our goal is for people to like we said to be less a-holes and just be more authentic in their life yes and going Swear to therapy your true colors yeah and going to therapy is one of them so megan thank you so much you don't realize how much that meant for threads and actually meant a lot for me from a, a God perspective. So mm, that's awesome. So cool. So another meaningful interaction happened last night. 
Uh, Miracle, my daughter, is part of a dance troupe called Expressions of Praise. And the whole group is just a miracle in itself. They're incredible dancers. They're led by an incredible woman named Layasa. And Layasa has essentially become a godmother to our daughter. Uh, She's an incredible woman. Is that the one going back a couple years ago that you, you, at festival yes. where she's yeah okay so that's the caliber of these dancers right they're good and they work their tails off in practice like it was hell week last week like every night after school miracles going to dance until eight thirty wow. or nine and then all day on Saturday and then she showed up early on Sunday before the production. And my word, like, Layasa writes all of the productions herself. Like, she's not using any scripted stuff. It's all stuff that she writes. And she's a black woman um, of faith. And she really targeted mental health in this production last night. Like, I was tearing up at several points. We had to wear masks. And I was okay with it because I didn't want people to see how much of a blubbery mess I was. (laughs) It was so powerful. Like just and miracle had a speaking part. I don't know if you saw the video on Facebook. No, I didn't. Oh my word. She just did incredible. And so this was more like a, a play slash a dance. Yeah. It's so interesting. It's, It's a production. I mean, okay. It really is. Um, so they had like a projector putting a backdrop on the wall for the stage that went with each scene. And then there were like spoken word parts in between scenes. And there were songs that they all danced to. Like the troupe has got to be 50 kids maybe. Okay. And they have several coaches who work with them. So they had a tap song that the tap troupe did. And then they had it on point and hip-hop, and worship, dance. And that was all part of this storyline, this production. So it was it was recital, yes, but it was also just a, just a very engaging and attention-grabbing, amazing production. Yeah. Now, the production quality was horrible. <laughs> like, it's to the point where I'm going to go to Layasa and say, I'll be your tech guy for these recitals. What was the main issue? There were so many. <laughs> so first and foremost, for the first half of the show, the lighting was horrible. Okay. You couldn't see them. And these, the majority of this troupe are black and the lights are dimmed. That's a problem. You can't see their faces. You can see their moves barely in the, yeah. the glow from the oh, projector. Oh, no, that stage should be lit up. Yeah. And... Also, the projector is in front of the kids, so they're dancing in front of the projected image. The projector, the image itself was not sharpened, so it was blurry. It had to be focused, and I was sitting right next to the projector, and it was taking everything in me to stay seated and not turn the dial for the focus. Oh, man. And then the wireless mics for the speaking parts, only one of them could be turned on at a time or else it would create this awful feedback if two were on. Like, so clearly their soundboard wasn't set up quite right. And it's all these little things that I know how to do. Well, it's not only that. It takes away from 
Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't have worked. to be perfect. No. But I mean, it sounds like a lot of that stuff is pretty basic. It is. And nothing gets her, but she's wrapped up in the production. Exactly. These kids work too hard to have their production impacted by those little tech things. Yeah. So I really am serious about emailing her and saying, hey, for the next production, I'll be your tech guy. I'll recruit a team of volunteers. Right. I can find people. This is too good to have have these basic issues that you're dealing with. Yeah, and I bet she'll. I mean, do you remember it last year being the same issue? Yeah. Yep. I mean, maybe it's your calling. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. You know, once it gets super technical, but like with wireless mics and stuff, I wouldn't know how to do that. But it sounds, for the most part, most of it you could tackle and and figure it out. What they really need is a tech rehearsal. Yes. Like they do a dress rehearsal. Let's also do a tech rehearsal. I mean, yeah, even Avery's recitals, which again, I'm sorry, the two and a half hours in and you just took a break. (laughs) I would not sit through that. Plays aren't even that long. Broadway plays aren't even that long. So I'm like, bless your heart. But there there ain't no way I'd watch. I'd watch Miracle and then I'd be like, yeah, I'm out. I love you. But. (laughs) Well, that's hard because she was in and out throughout the various. Well, again, again, <laughs> yes. Like Avery does one day, you know, is in one dance class, you know, one day a week and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, maybe it's your calling. I don't know. I see. I have trouble with that, too. I want to jump in and not like <laughs> fix it in the moment, but I want to be helpful because I have trouble saying no. But then then if I don't do it while I'm there, it leaves me. Yeah. And it's probably good because I have already too many commitments. Yeah. And I talked with Andy about that very fact, the fact that I already have a lot going on. Right. She's like, well, these happen once or twice a year. So, well, maybe your role is recruiting a team and uh, assigning a lead. Yeah. And you maybe you can be help, help, hey, bounce stuff off from you, but right. not like the go to guy. Exactly. I don't know. My two cents. But so, but that was just incredible. Like, you'll have to watch the video that I put on Facebook. You didn't sell it with the poor production value, so I'm not sure I can take it. You won't see I it. I mean, for the lights were fixed and you could hear her. So it was good in for that. For God's sakes, video. Megan gets so mad at me. Uh, Brene Brown, and I, maybe I've brought this up, but again, our, our production value isn't perfect. It's not. I, I know that. But there were some simple things in her podcast that an editor should have fixed real easy <laughs> and didn't. I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't listen to it. I'm not an audio snob, maybe a little. I couldn't listen to it. And I'm just like, it takes away so much of the value of the content. Mm. No, I don't care how good a content you have. If your audio is shitty in a podcast or your video or your, yeah, the video you're showing is glitchy and blurry. No one cares what the content is. They're just annoyed. So just my two cents. And another thing that was so interesting is being predominantly black company. Um, a lot of the audience was black. And so it was a very different response than what you would experience in your typical West Michigan dance yeah. recital. I mean, the whooping and hollering and yeah. encore and just shouting and like, amen. And it was like being in a, a gospel service or something. It was a very moving experience, but very long. Yeah. But very moving. God bless you for your length. <laughs> you... Miracle couldn't have landed with a better family. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> I'm not even going to say. And the chairs were not comfortable. Oh, so God. I'm like shifting in my oh, seat. Oh, no. It was it was a doozy. But, but the fact that they get invited to festival every year just speaks to the level of yeah. quality that no, they have. No, it sounds like it. I mean- Gosh, Avery goes to class one day a week and had one rehearsal. Oh, man. You know, and you're expected to practice at home. So, yep. And oh, and it's on the other side of town, like Fuller and Kalamazoo. Wow. That's on my work side of town. I don't mind that. But yeah, yeah that is a hike. All right. Moving on. That's good to hear. Uh, just a quick valley and a low point. We'll get too much into it. Um, I've already talked about mine. Really. Yeah. And then we can, well, you can do something you learned and then we'll do our AM. We're going to do a little AMA tonight, which hopefully won't go too long, but it probably will. Typical threads format. Just uh, briefly, we're not doing a mental health update, but I've been on medication. It's It's been going good. I haven't had too many like explosive incidents, but I've had some issues. And um, so this one's not that. I mean, I don't know. I didn't think it was a big of a deal, but Megan brought it up. So I'm I'm, I'm going to respect her and say that it was a big deal. But they had moved some furniture. I don't know if you noticed when we walked downstairs. You probably didn't even notice that our furniture was moved. Sully was sitting in a different spot than he normally was. Okay. That's funny. So that caught my eye. Yeah. We moved things around. And I don't know. I didn't want him to do it, but I told them they could do it. And they still did it. And so I was pissed about it. But you told them they could. I know, but in my head, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how it's going to work, blah, sure. blah, blah. So she had come down and she's like, well, if you want uh, if you want to move it back, then you need to help me. And I laughed in her face. And, oh, that did not go well. Because I'm like, I'm not moving that shit. You moved it. I, if you want it, like, I'm not helping you do anything. And that was the wrong thing to say. And she got really offended and just thought it was disrespectful. Oh, I just changed my chair. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry about that. Did you just shard or something? I, God, I think so. No, I was moving my legs and I hit the button and went down. It scared the shit out of me. But no, she thought it was disrespectful. And looking at it, she was very like excited about the move. And I was kind of a dick about it. So that's a low point. And then also... The cabin. It has a dock. <laughs> and the dock has been the bane of my existence. It's one of these floating docks, and you have to pull the poles up uh, in the winter before the winter so it doesn't freeze, blah, blah, blah. I don't know why. Whatever. I'm just going on what I was told. And every year I hate it. I hate putting in. It's a pain in the ass. Mother-in-law is never happy about it. Whatever. <laughs> so this year, the water level has been incredibly low. Oh, I bet. So at, at Perry Lake, there is a dam that can um, regulate the water. But if the volume, like Mother Nature volume is down, there's really not much you can do. So the water yeah. level has been low. Well, we'll try and so think of a dock has it how it's out normally. It goes out to the water. Well, she wants us to pull it to the to the the shore. So not pull it straight onto the water, but just make a 90. So like it's out straight and you're like right next to the shore. So now it's it's parallel to the shore. Hmm. Okay. I don't know why. Why can't we just take the poles out? I don't know. Sweet Jesus, help me. Again, the bane of my existence. <laughs> so we can't get it pulled out to the straight part. I'm trying and trying. I usually just use a paddle and push in the muck. Can't do it. Can't do it. Get in the kayak. Okay. F45 over here is going to pull this bitch out. So I tie a rope on it, and I start paddling, and I am going as hard as I can. 
and it is not moving. Now, again, Megan's not on the end because I thought, well, having a person on the end is adding, you know, some more weight to right. it. So it's probably going to sink. So I'm throwing a fit. Shocker, right? I'm like, this effing thing, blah, blah, blah. Could you have used the pontoon? Well, the boat was not in the water oh, okay. because once the dock in, we put the right. boat in, then we can dock it. Sure. Now we could have the boat was ready to go in. We could have docked it at a neighbor's, but you're right. That would have been perfect. But you know, stubborn Jason, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Sounds like something yeah. I would do. Exactly. I feel like you would be like, no, this is happening right now. <laughs> so I'm trying to try and can't do it. I'm frustrated. So I pat and again, I'm even getting kind of stuck in the muck in the kayak. Oh my like I'm really having to work. So in in a fear uh, or not fear, in in a moment of frustration, I'm right. So think of me like bellying up in the kayak to the dock. So like the kayak is like underneath one of the the floating areas and I'm right up to it. Like it's hitting me in the chest. I set the paddle on the dock and in frustration, I push the dock and I go sliding back in the kayak with no paddle. (laughs) Now I'm stuck in between this freaking swamp of muck and the docks away without a paddle, without a paddle. I'm like. Megan didn't. Do you have la- a surveillance camera on the no, property? No, we don't. <laughs> That'd be so. Awesome. Megan wanted to laugh so hard, but she's like, "Oh my gosh, she's so pissed." And then she tries to bring the paddle to the dock and hand it to me. I'm, honey, it's 20 feet away. How are you going to do it? So she eventually, I was able to through the little like swamp area, I was able to get it. But of course, what finally got it out? Me and the kayak, and her on the end pushing with the muck, and me paddling like an asshole for <laughs> two minutes, and we finally got it out. But so that was kind of a fail. And literally, you could see the marks from the floats in the muck. That's how shallow it was. Wow. But good idea with the boat. Next time I should have said, all right, stop. Let's go get the boat. We can dock it at the neighbors until we get it in. Let's pull this some bitch out with an actual motor. <laughs> Instead of your manual power. Oh, my gosh. And I was Ugh. actually pissed that I couldn't pull it out. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Ben, I was like, <sighs> <sighs> Wow. So basically, if I ever invite you up and it's put the dock in weekend, say no. Say no. Yes. I, I, can I come up on another weekend? No kidding. Or maybe go up and see the shenanigans and the, the disaster. <laughs> so speaking of kayaking, Ben, what did you learn? Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's in the rundown. I, I that know. Was a transition. So <laughs> for the longest time, I've just had this idea that kayaking on a river is, is just naturally it's just a pain in the ass. Because you put in at one spot and you paddle downstream to the other spot and you got to get picked up, shuttled, all that jazz. Yeah. The other night when my bike was down, I was thinking, how can I go kayaking when nobody's available to shuttle? Yeah, me? like you and don't I'm need thinking any help. like uh, Andy's at work. I could maybe call Jason, but that's way out of his way. Yeah, I wouldn't come. <laughs> And I'm Unless like, you were in an emergency. It's like I don't know who I would call to get a ride back. And then I was like. Hold on a second. What if I put in at the spot I was going to take out and I just paddle upstream? That seems like a lot of work, though. Well, that's the point, right? Well, I mean, fitness. Is that the point or kayaking a relaxing time? Because when I go out kayaking at the lake, I'm just chilling, man. I'm looking for the eagle, the loons. Yeah. Might take a leak out the side. I mean, it's just chill time. For me, I want it to be both. I want okay. it to be chill, but I also want to get a workout. And the Grand River doesn't really flow that fast. Really? And in fact, something that Mike and I realized when we went is 
it can be very easy to mistake which direction the grand is going because when the wind blows, the top level of water will blow with the wind, even though the undercurrent is going towards. Oh, OK, grand I'm learning stuff today, too, because I every time I look at the Grand River, it seems like it's hauling ass. Mm, depends on where well, you are, I guess. That's true. That's a good point. Like that's a good point where you are. Yeah. Like north uh, up by West River Drive. It's pretty still. Really? I was going to say over by Jupiter, over the hill at uh, Jupiter and West River. I feel like it's fast there, but maybe not. I mean, I'm looking as not as. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I put in at West River and I kayaked upstream two miles and it was a blast. And then when I decided that I had done enough work, I just kind of relaxed, checked my phone, went back to the put in spot. And got out, loaded up my kayak, and I was done within like two hours. So looking at it as a workout, you've kind of had an epiphany. Like if I'm there to work out, let's just work out let's upstream. Upstream. Okay. So it's so much less work and less frustration. Because even when Mike and I went, uh, Mike met me at the end point. And then so I had to first drop off the kayaks at the put-in spot. Yep. Go and pick him up at the end point where drive his car is. Back to the drop. Drive back to the put-in. Drop a car spot. off. Yep. Then I drive my car to the put-in so yep. that we can get in. Yeah, and, and then, then we kayak back. Okay, so it sounds like having a buddy with you is probably easier because you is. have two cars. It is, but okay. still, still a pain. Afterwards, Mike had to take just me, not the kayaks, to the put-in spot. Yep. I had to get my car and go back to the takeout spot. So it's just a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you got what you got to sacrifice for fun or fitness. But yeah. That's funny about the river because I talked to Megan about the kayaking. I'm, she's like, I don't think Ben, Ben doesn't kayak on a lake. He goes on all the rivers. I was like, I don't know how he does it. Like that, that seems like a pain in the ass. So <laughs> if it's just me, I've, I've taken Uber before. I wonder if you could figure out a way. Now, hear me out. Don't laugh at me. Somehow to mount your bike on your kayak. I know. I've thought of that. To balance it out so it gives you the, the appropriate weight left and right on the front. And then when you get done, you just ride your bike back or to your car. you just drop the bike off at the takeout spot, put a lock on it. And then when you get to the takeout spot, hop on the bike, go bike to your car. Yeah. But I mean, if you if you kayak for 15 miles, yeah. I mean, that's that's 50 miles on the river. How much is it on the road with a bike in a car? Yeah, like, that might be. That's true. You got anyways. We're so done. We're trying to reinvent a, the wheel over here. I know. But that's what it feels like every time I go kayaking on yeah. a river. It's like so much math and so much calculating and figuring out. And so to just put in and take out at the same damn spot on yeah. the river was like. Wow. It, yeah, epiphany. Like I said, again, if you're going in for a workout, I think that's perfect because yeah. then you're not gone. I mean, even two hours seems like a long time. Two miles up. Was it just hard? So it took longer to get up? Oh, yeah. Your average speed going upstream is about two miles an hour. Wow. And then going back down three and a half to four. Oh, okay. So interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, that someday when you invite me, maybe I can figure it out. You seem so opposed to kayaking. I don't want to spend four hours on the river. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. You don't want to spend two hours in a production. No. I'm sensing a theme. Yes. Don't I don't like time. long time shit. <laughs> nice. Well, one thing that you just learned about Jason is he doesn't like long time things. 
Well, with that, we're going to jump into our Ask Me Another and see what other things we might learn about Jason and myself. So who wants to go first? Honestly, just before we jump into the AMA, literally a half marathon is shorter than your daughter's production and your kayaking <laughs> job. Do you realize that? Like, it's under two hours. Just saying. That's where I run it. Just saying. Just saying. Just, saying. just throwing it out there. Um, so are yours deep? They can be. Okay. Mine are. Um, and I may think of more, any, but I can go. I can ask you first if you want. Sure. I mean, we brought this up before. One of the questions I have for you is why, and I and I think I know the reason, but let's just talk about it. Why are you so quiet about therapy progress as far as like details and stuff? I uh, would counter that with a question or what your answer is to the question. Well, I don't know what the answer is. That's why I'm asking you. No, but I'm saying I have a question that I would ask you in response, and I think it's the same thing. Oh. You seem to be closed-lipped about certain time periods before you and Megan were married, and it's fine because you don't want to talk about stuff that happened and things like that. So I think it's similar in that what I'm talking about and dealing with in therapy, it's like I don't necessarily want to... I've already relived it once in the therapy session. Right. I've already brought it to the surface. I'm dealing with it. Sometimes I just, no, not sometimes, all the freaking time. I just want to put it back, let it be until the next time. Because mm -hmm. there's just some things in life that I don't like to talk about. Yeah, but how can you grow in that moment? You're talking about putting it away and then bringing it back up in therapy. That's not the point of therapy. I'm not saying... Saying in general, I'm not saying about talking about on threads, but in general, in your life, you car car compartmentalize. Thank you. That into that section, like, oh, this is where we work, and then we don't think about it, or don't talk about it, and then oh, I think about it, and I talk about it with my wife. Yeah. Well, that I mean, okay. Now that you said that, I mean, I'm just saying it's not you can't do the work if you're not going to talk about it outside of therapy. Do you tell me much of what you do in therapy? I mean, I pretty much, well, I don't specifically go like time for time, like each time I don't break it down, but I mean, we know the general gist of what I'm go talking about. You know what I mean? And again, this is not a cut on you by any means. This is just a discussion because I think as if I was a threads listener, I would look at like, man, Ben's working on so much stuff, but like, I'm not asking for deets. Like, I'm not asking for dirty deets drama deets but i think people can be more empathetic with you if they kind of know more than just general anxiety about what you're dealing with and i do understand something where you may have other ears on the show that where i don't give a f yeah and so, i do for some reason well because you still have a relationship with some people that you might be dealing with. And yeah. I, and I totally get that. So I, I can see why it's just, I don't know. You don't tell me off the air either. So I did a little bit that one time, that one time, <laughs> one time at band camp. Oh man. Um, so it's just a general, I think I'd like to see you share a little bit more, a little bit more in depth again, not leaving things out. And again, that's just my opinion. I'm not going to be mad or sad if you don't. I have been telling you things like the whole mouth situation. And that's something that I talk about with my therapist stuff that should have been dealt with when I was a kid. But right. Wasn't. Have you said that on the show, though? 
not on the show. Yeah. But again, it's the li- okay. So my biggest anxiety about threads and mom and dad, if you're listening, hi, thanks for <laughs> see, listening. See again, that's that's your hesitation, and yeah. I can totally and, respect that. And while things, you know, I don't like talking about it on threads because I don't know if they're listening or not. It's not like they've come out and said, "Hey, we listen to your show," but I see certain episodes. And like, I see episodes being listened to in order. So somebody in the state of Michigan is listening to previous episodes in order. And I just kind of have a hunch that it might be my parents. And maybe I'm just being paranoid. Probably because who knows if we got a new listener and they're binge listening. Right. So again, worst case scenario, Ben, I get anxious about the listening years. Like, because the stuff that I'm working on in therapy, a lot of it is centered around my childhood. Yeah. And how it was, it had this image of being something that it wasn't. It looked good at first glance, but if you lift up the, lift up the surface, there's a lot that was swept under the rug, stuff that wasn't dealt with the way it should have been. Um, Mike talked about how in his family, they would get into these huge arguments, but then they never like come back, back, circle back and talk about what happened. Just a complete digression. And the circle back is so impactful. If I had yes. to learn anything about life is like circling back and talking about what happened and yeah. seeing if you can fix whatever right. you said or what, you know. I didn't have that growing up. That was a skill I learned as an adult. And there were a lot of things in, in my childhood that really should have been circled back on. Yeah. For example, my mouth. Uh, apparently when I was 14, I must have told my parents that I didn't want to have this surgery that was essentially going to save my mouth from all the troubles I'm having now. They just said, okay, and let me make that decision as a 14 year old. And we never circled back on it. And now as an adult, I'm going to the dentist and all of the things that my parents were probably warned about by my orthodontist and dentist growing up. I'm having to deal with that now as an adult when it should have been dealt with 20 years ago. Yeah, it could have been dealt with less pain and everything. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, there's just so much that wasn't addressed, wasn't handled the right way. And God bless my parents. They're good people. I don't. I try really hard to not hold grudges against them, but I just have a lot of question marks. Well, it's still like my therapist always says, and, you know, Mike, I love you. It's still part of your journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's still, I always say story. Yes. Because I hate journey, (laughs) but it's still part of your story. So it it still happened. It doesn't mean you have to have grudges or you're super pissed at them, but um, it still happened. So you're dealing with it and it's going to bring up some feelings. Yeah. And it's like the circle back is happening in therapy with my therapist when it should have happened with my parents. Right. Random thought. Have you ever tried to circle back with your parents and, and, and not in text? No, not, N- not, not be like, you know. Yeah. Not since moving back to Michigan. No. Yeah. No. But I mean, what would it hurt? I mean, again, it's, I don't talk to my family. So, I mean, I'm not saying that. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm dealing with someone in my life right now that r- won't go to therapy either. And, uh, not, I'm not saying your parents need therapy, 
But I'm saying uh. it can it can be weird to do those circle backs and they may not be a part of it. I guess what I'm trying to say, they yeah. may be like, eh, I'm, we're good. Yeah. Um. So and the span of life that was most difficult for me and my family was my teenage years. And both of my kids are now. Well, Stefan's in the throw of it and Miracle's not far behind. So that just brings up stuff too, like mm-hmm. stuff that I'm circling back with my kids about because it's important stuff to talk about. And then I'm like, shit, I never had a conversation like this with my parents and it sucks. Yeah. So that's a little peek behind the curtain of what goes on. Yeah. In my well, I mean, just to make you feel a little better, I told my dad, hey, I realize you're not my dad. Can we talk about it? And he said, no, I'm not open for questions. And so... There you go for that. Like, no, I'm not trying to compare, but my point is I feel your pain on some of that stuff. Um, it's been so awesome since we cut ties. By the way, Megan got a random birthday card from said dad, and we we put return to sender on it and sent it back. I'm like, no, no, no. This is not how this works. Right. Like, we're done with communication. You don't just send a random birthday card. But anyways. You're not my dad. No. Well, <laughs> it's not away. even that. He... <laughs> Again, I've I've reiterated if if this man was awesome to me and not neglectful and saved me from abuse and did all these amazing things, I don't care what blood you have in there. Doesn't yeah. matter to me. That's not important to me. What's important to me is you're there. You are there when I need you. Yeah. And you weren't. Was it? Biological or not, you weren't there. So sayonara. Anyways. Mm. All right. That was long. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. My question for you is sort of deep maybe not um so in conversations with mike and i on telegram and and it's not just there it's everywhere that we communicate you have a tendency sometimes and i think it's just for shock value <laughs> but you just take things like completely off the rails to make some sex dick boob joke or something and sometimes it's like it's funny and i laugh and sometimes i'm just like why like, why now? I think so. That, I guess maybe I'm trying. I guess the question is, what is your intention with um, taking things off the rails? Is it just the shock value that you like to get from us? No, I, I like uh, camaraderie of men where we can do that stuff, but we can also talk about some deep stuff. Right. You know, uh, in an ideal world, I would have another podcast where I would just be horrible howard stern <laughs> i mean no not even that no i wouldn't be like disgusting but i mean i would want a podcast where you know we rip on each other we're telling stupid jokes i mean not not to be sh- you know you brought up boobs i'm like i'm not like some one of those weirdo guys but i mean <laughs> come on we're guys boobs are nice let's face it and, and and that kind of stuff so i mean i guess my intent is try to get a laugh i'm always trying to get a laugh that's what i want to do i want I mean, like you and I talk, I'm I'm a good riffer, but, um, you know, sometimes coming up with that stuff is hard for me. So I just I think I do that just to try to, like, get a laugh on it. And I find that um, you guys ignore me mostly, which is a <laughs> freaking bummer. Um, well, for me, I feel a little sheepish sometimes because, again, Growing up in the environment that I did, like all that stuff was taboo and you just don't ever. Do you feel sheepish because it's you or because Mike's in the group? No, I think I just feel sheepish because it's me and it's like, 
Oh, son of a bitch. One of my rookie. <laughs> that alarm. Again, it's on do not disturb. It does not matter. It will come through. I, well, alarms are meant to disturb. I so. know. I know. I don't know if I turn it off. Anyways, go ahead. Uh, so I guess it makes me sheepish when I hear those jokes or comments because uh, growing up in a very Christian conservative home where you just don't talk about that stuff, it was it was just taboo growing up. Yeah. And, and I, I think now <laughs> I'm still, it's not like a regular part of my vocabulary, I guess, or what? my daily topics to talk about. Yeah, I don't know what it is about that. I mean, I, I have a guy friend at work that we joke about that stuff too. Not all the time, but it's like a superficial relationship. And I don't know. I guess I'm, you know, I had those group of friends that I kind of aren't friends with anymore because that's all it was. Right. Like it was all talking about that stuff or ripping on each other or whatever. And I think uh, I just, it just got old. Like I can get it. I, I like a little bit of it spiced in. But right. I don't need it all. So that's funny. Yeah. Uh, it just it brings to mind when I played Cards Against Humanity for the first time. Oh, my gosh. You, you warned me. Oh, my gosh. That is like <laughs> next level uh, awkward. Yeah. Oh, so I think I might have sent you a video of this. But one of my buddies um, who grew up at one of the churches that I was messed up by, um, he started mixing. I think it's. Stuff Christians say mm-hmm. is the Christian spinoff version. Okay. He'll mix those cards with the Cards Against Humanity cards. Okay. Some of the stuff that comes out is just hysterical. Is it? You'll have to look on TikTok. I'll send you the link. Yeah, but that'd be my awesome. My word. Like, it's so bad. Like, I can't even say some of them because yeah. they're so bad. You'll, you'll get, you'll blush. Yeah, pretty much. So that was my. Okay. That was, sort of deep question. Yeah, I I was I didn't know what to expect on that question with that group because there's there could be anything in that group. I don't know. Um, mine it kind of it uh, it kind of goes along with the the other question. So forgive me, but the whole John Verner episode, uh, you didn't share it with anybody. No, I didn't, and it really bums me out. Same reasons. Well, yeah, I know, and honestly, I totally forgot to listen to it. You shared it in the uh, Pellerito thread. Yeah. I think I'm gonna go back and listen to it now, but I forgot about it. But again, it's just like, oh man, like you put yourself out there. The whole point is to share it and like have this community, and like he gets listens, we get more listens. I just knows? let him have them. Yeah, I know, and I I was super bummed about that, and 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 kind of the same reason I would guess is just not you kind of let loose a little bit and you're just a little, I told my entire story. It feels like, like I listened back to that episode and I'm like, what the hell are you doing, Ben? You just took over his entire podcast and told your story. Yeah, that's tough as a podcaster going on other podcasters. It's tough not to just talk the whole time. And I pretty much did. Okay. Well, that's not entirely. I talked a lot. Yeah. I don't think it was inappropriate or, uh, too much right it speaking of talking a lot it was funny listening to you and mike because you had a lot more speaking in that podcast than you know because i'm the talker you weren't there to right and i thought mike's a talker too i thought he would jump in but he stepped back and that's there's nothing wrong with that maybe he felt his role was as a guest host that you know you're leading the show or what but i was like my gosh so much ben shut the hell up (laughs) (laughs) now you know how i feel listening to you oh rude (laughs) i don't know you were pretty wishing i was there that night <laughs> it's true but 
Um, that's you should all have I heard the unedited version of that episode. Oh, man. <laughs> Hopefully you guys heard the little Easter egg I left. It was so good. Yeah. I spoiled it for Mike because I thought he had already listened to it. I'm like, I was like, ah, he's like, I normally listen to the end of the song. I'm like, yeah, to the guy that fast forwards at the beginning. You do not <laughs> listen to the end of the song that fades out. By the way, the song I've been uh, just complete side note. I've been playing the same song at the end. It reminds me of Mumford and Sons so much. I know. I love it. I have not changed it in like the last 10 episodes. I'm just like, I totally dig it. I think it fits us. And so mm-hmm. I've kept it. So if you like notice the same song. Yeah, um, it's a good song. But all right. Another question for me. Yep. No, I don't have another one. Oh, wait. You just y- asked. Yeah, it. you have asked one. Then we should wrap. We're at like 117. So I know everyone loves it when I give the timestamp. <laughs> Didn't Mike complain about <laughs> yes, that too? Yes, he did. Hey, Mike, we're at 118 in five seconds. He's going to turn it off now. Seven seconds. <laughs> Eight seconds. All right. So this is going back to the church thing. Um, is your family going to church regularly now? Oh, man. No. It's Why su- not? It's super weird. Uh, and I'm sure I'll hear it from Megan a little bit. I've. And this falls on me, too. So when you hear this, you'll be like, well, hey, a-hole, you can do it, too. I've a- I've kept asking her, I'm like, why are we not going back? Like, Avery's asked to go back, and we kind of briefly talk about it, and then we don't talk about it, and then it never gets discussed again. Hmm. Um, you know, the kids were gone this weekend. So, I mean, typically on a weekend, if we were going to church regularly, if the kids went to, I think Avery was at a friend's and Sully was at grandma's, um, we wouldn't go to church. Mm-hmm. We went out, stayed up late, was slept in. You know, it was our time to be away from kids. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. And I've said, like, I kind of want to go back. And so I, you go back on the weeks that you're doing production. Oh, I've been back doing that for six or eight months. So that's just you going. Correct. OK. And how yeah. often is it weekly? Oh, God, no. Okay. It's uh, once a month. So you go once a month, do your production, and then that's, that's the it. church for the month? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. What, 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 what's your smart? Your smart? Like, are you judging me? I'm not judging. I'm trying not to. What? <laughs> no, it's not judgment. It's interesting because we had a guest preacher a couple of weeks ago talk about that very thing. Should we judge other Christians? No, you shouldn't. It's not your place. Read the Bible. Tell me what it says, bro. <laughs> if you call me bro, I swear to God, I'm going to kill somebody. No, no, no. I, it is not your place to judge people going to church. I, I I, would 100% turn on somebody that did that. I'd be like, yeah, you just pushed me further away. I'm not judging you like saying you're a horrible person because you didn't go. Right. But I, would, I wouldn't judge. I would encourage you to dig deeper into why. Yeah. You haven't gone. Yeah, I mean, it's just as a friend and right fellow Christian person. Yeah, I don't take lightly to that. That actually will piss me off if people do that, because it's like, really, it's none of your business. I'm not saying that to you, but in general, it's like. I don't know, I just don't like that part of Christianity. Only God can judge me. Well, it's not a judge thing. I, I wouldn't say you're judging me. You're just encouraging me. But what do you care if I go to church or not? That doesn't have no bearing on your salvation. No, but my caring is because I I see value in it, and I want you to. Yeah, but you should love me for love me. Value I mean, too. You also don't believe in homosexuality, but you have friends that are, and you love them. True. What's the difference? Do you tell them that they should repent or go to church? 
Should I tell them to repent? Yeah. I don't know. That's a loaded question. No, it's not. It can. Okay, take that part about. Should you tell them to go to church? It's not my place to tell them to go to church. Okay, encourage. It's it's different. Okay, so I see it as different. Like between somebody who has already a friendship, that and somebody who has been part of a church or has made faith part of their life, if that's something that is or was part of your life and your story and your values, and then you stop going, I feel far more comfortable asking, checking in about that than I do going to one of my other friends who's never been to church and saying, you got to go, you should go to church. Right. But my whole, I guess, have you listened to this podcast the last 131 episodes? Have you heard the waverings from the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. It's always been that way. I I feel like I'm a Christian. I feel like I believe in God, but there's a lot I don't. You know what I mean? And and I, I think Megan for that help that helped a lot, but I also am not just gonna go by myself, you know, and 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 I'm not blaming Megan and and it, we're all in this together. <laughs> Right. We're all in this. Isn't that a song? Yes, it is. But I guess my point is, is like, I just don't take lightly to that. I don't like when people do that. It really bothers me. Do you feel I'm judging you? No, I don't feel you're judging me. But I mean, you can say the same thing about weight loss. Like, if you're 500 pounds, I care for you. Should I tell you to get off your ass? Yeah, I think Mm, you should. Really? I would hope if you saw me starting to go the opposite direction. Well, again, so we I guess you have to clarify um, like a deep friendship with saying it with somebody, an right. acquaintance or somebody you don't know. Right. Like all those things. I think the answer changes because I guess yeah. you're right. If I saw you going off the deep end, I'd be like, hey, man, we got to talk like I love you. I don't want you to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I guess I I guess I can. I can see that with a friend, but I don't know. I don't like anyone telling me what to do. I just don't. It's it's tough for me. It's tough for me to work in partnerships and all that stuff. Um, but um, so what are you actually saying over there? You want me to go to church, right? I'd like you to just because from my own personal experience, especially recently, yeah. I just get so much out of it. Oh, I always do. Yeah, it's not about that. It's not about I don't see value in it. It's just it's one of those things, right? It's like we don't watch online church, right? Because it's it sucks. You don't have the connection. It's not not even close to this, which I feel really bad about because I know a lot of people that, you know, can't go or what for whatever reason, because I think it'll always be part of the church life is the live stream. I don't think that's ever going away. Ours is really Mm -hmm. our pastor said very frankly church is meant to be in person in the building but what about the people that are vulnerable and can't get to church go to hell your salvation isn't paced just on going to church it was tongue in cheek (laughs) but my point is that that's interesting he's pulling i i she she, whatever i love saying she like i love how i already hate don't want to go to that church i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm gonna get hate for that one but no um just wrapping it up and wrapping up the show in general. I just, I don't know. I don't, I, I do feel a little judged from you a little bit and it bothers me. Um, it's not judging. It's just me saying from the beginning of our friendship, you 
In fact, it was your idea to include some sort of God thing in the podcast. Yeah. I remember right. Yeah. So I'm just saying if that's important to you, then. But again, have you listened to all the episodes? Of course. Like, you know, my doubtfulness of it. And so does it surprise you that I'm having trouble going back? No. Oh, okay. It doesn't surprise me. But I guess where I'm coming from, full transparency is it's not like I'm mad at you for not going. I'm not judging you. Like. My view of Jason isn't down a notch because you're not going to church. Yeah, what if I decide to never go to church again? That's your prerogative. <laughs> but I'm going to bring it up every other podcast. But um, I guess it's just a... It's like a I'm check-in. experiencing something so good that I yeah. just want you know, I want to share in that. Just like I said in my announcement at church. Yeah. It's too good to keep to yourself. So I'm just like, hey, how's it going with that? Yeah. Don't take my um, wall I'm putting up as like I'm mad. It's just that's always been a it's always been a topic, you know. Like my parents forced me to go to church, you know yep. what I mean. So like, there's a lot of hypocrisy, of, uh, and I know you've experienced that same hypocrisy as well. So, due time, Benjamin, due time. Understood. So that was a good question. That one really got me uh, move out of my seat a little bit. Literally, when I fell down, I don't think that was during that question. But well, guys, thank you guys for listening to Threads Podcast. As you've heard, this has been like a great episode. Like we've, I don't know, I've had just. We just need to be in person. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's the remote is tough. Um, Even when we record podcasts, it's tough. It's tough to stay focused, isn't it? Oh yeah. Especially with multiple screens and like you know, the other person's talking and you're like, you're not even looking at the camera. You know what (laughs) I mean? But um, yeah, what do we got next? We have no idea. We have not planned for that yet. So we're working on it. Godspeed. Thanks guys for listening. Have a good one.